for landlords by landlords the rent perfect podcast with david pickrock hey there hey scotty you how know, are you we we sometimes we switch things up <laughs> and every time we do i say every time i you want me to host i say never again right but then I'm reminded we never say never. Never. Because here we are. Right? Say never. Here we are. So <laughs> I just want to use that, that phrase, right, to introduce what we're going to talk about today. Okay. And this is, a, this is a hot button issue really across the country, and we'll tell you why. It's no longer never say never, right? We're going to change that today. We're going to change that up, and we're going to say okay. never say ever. So in the world of what we live in and backgrounds and, and doing that kind of investigation work, right, we've come across a lot of a lot of challenges in courts where when you use the word ever in relation to any kind of a background check as you're investigating maybe a future tenant it's a it's a hand grenade right it's trouble it is trouble yeah for sure because it pretty much says i don't care about you your history your story the political system the court system i don't care about anything i'm not open to listening i'm not open to being fair, uh, I just have shut down when you use the word ever. So yep. a good example of that is if you've ever committed a crime. Right. Doesn't matter right? what level of crime. It's just if you've ever committed a crime, you're never renting from it's, me. It's too general. Yep. Right? And so um, Fair Housing came out years ago and said, hey, we're going to go to seven years on a lot of things, and you are no longer allowed to say ever, because if you use the word ever, then you're not giving them a thing called an individualized assessment. Right. Okay. So here they teach us for years, treat everybody the same. Mm -hmm. Now they come out years ago and say, no, 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 no. If they've had a criminal history, you have to give them an individualized assessment. Okay, so you can't use ever because if you're using ever, we're no, you're not you're not asking them how long ago did it happen, how right. old were you, right? Have you had any kind of training or any kind of uh, anything that helps you overcome that? Mm-hmm. Or you have a change of a lifestyle, right? What is change where that's not going to happen again? They want us to have these conversations with people, and because they've got a housing problem. They just want people housed, and they think if the longer the conversation can happen between you and the applicant, the more that you'll understand them right. yeah. and the more that you'll say yes. But my good friend Jane in Chicago, who I love, fights so many battles up there in Chicago, uh, up in the RIA up there, um, sent a lawsuit to me. And this lawsuit has to do with ever. And... Their claiming is if you have a policy that says we will never take an eviction ever, that that is kind of under the auspice of this fair housing of ever saying a criminal history, mm. right? So in an eviction, you can file an eviction. So we have to ask ourselves, first of all, what is an eviction? Uh, I give you usually some kind of notice when you don't pay rent, right? Right. Or when you violate the lease, I give you a notice. Usually people don't say that notice is an eviction but if you don't comply with the notice then i go to court and i file an eviction right right it this at this point you're not evicted yeah you're in the eviction process you're in the eviction process and then i get a court date and then the judge hears the case and then decides you're still not evicted at that point 
right? Right. Then in most company, at most states, you get it, uh, what we call a writ of restitution here, but some kind of order demanding a constable or a sheriff come physically take you out of the property. At that point now, you are evicted. But filing an eviction can end by paying the rent the next day or curing the violation the mm-hmm. next day. It can end by the judge saying, I don't agree with you, that the plaintiff or the, te- or the landlord, I'm siding with the tenant. Yeah. So an eviction record can be filed against somebody, and you, if you never follow it through, it's hard to say, hey, you had an eviction. Yeah, um, you had an eviction filed, but you filed. never were processed through the right. eviction process, right? You never completed right. that. Now, the argument I would make as a landlord is, hey, listen, if you had an eviction filed, you violated the lease, or you didn't pay the rent, and so it at least would count as you didn't pay the rent or you were late on your rent. If I called your past landlord and said, were they ever late on the rent? They're like, yeah, they were late on the rent all the time. That would count against you in the screening process. Yeah. So I believe personally that an eviction is important, but they're going for this. You need to dig deeper into this eviction. Well, most tenant screening companies can't dig deeper into an eviction. They see that it's filed or they can see that it's vacated or that a judgment. And that's about as deep as, as you're going to yeah, reach on an, in an eviction case, a lot of times you're not even going to see whether it was for rent or for a violation of the lease in, in a lot of courts. They will not share that, that information. So they're coming out with this lawsuit. Here is, here is my suggestion, as me and, and our attorneys have looked over this, is, yeah, eviction records, I want to know about them. I think it's one of the most important records you can do in, in a screening a, a applicant. But you can't say ever. So you can say, had an eviction filed against you in the last two years. Mm -hmm. You can have uh, open evictions in the last five years. You can have paid evictions in the last two years. You need to get a little bit more detailed on your eviction criteria. So if you have ever an eviction, ever, ever a criminal history, ever. And, and, And just to give you an example, just to hit home with this is, Scott, how many times have we had the 18 year old kid who is dating the 17-year-old girl, yep, right? Yep. And mom didn't like it, and mom turned him in. And back in the day, and it's not this way now, but back in the day they went on the sex offender registry, right, right gotta, for being a pedophile. Yeah, rape, and now they're rape. married mm-hmm. with four kids, and the, the same lady that turned him in is the mother-in-law, right? Right. And maybe they all love each other and get along now, but once you're on that list, it's very hard to get off. So if you said, hey, I am never renting to a sex offender the the argument that's going to work against you is that argument saying, oh, wait a minute, is this person a threat? Yeah. An 18-year-old and a 17-year-old, now they're married with four kids. Are they a threat? That's what they're going to, that's the case that they're going to grab mm-hmm. to say, this proves you shouldn't say ever in a criminal history, you shouldn't say ever in an eviction history. There are stories. Yeah, we see it all the time. Maybe right? few and far between, yeah. but there are stories that make sense. So get ever out of your criteria, out of your vocabulary. If anybody calls you, asks you, you know, what is your criteria, the word ever should never come never, out of your mouth. Never, ever say ever. There you go. Yeah. And on that yeah. note, we'll see you next time and continue to rant perfect. <laughs>